when I say, who's that number one realtor in your city? Like you don't have to question, you see that person in your mind. Why? Because of branding. Now, is that giving him a return on his investment right away? Maybe not. But what it is, is you're talking about him. You're thinking about him. So is someone else. You're listening to the Real Estate Sessions podcast, and I'm your host, Bill Risser, General Manager of the U.S. Market for Rate My Agent, a digital marketing platform designed to help great agents leverage the power of verified reviews. You can find out more at ratemyagent.com. Listen in as I interview industry leaders and get their stories and journeys to the world of real estate. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 269 of the Real Estate Sessions podcast. As I always say, thank you so much for tuning in and thank you so much for telling a friend. Uh, Today, we're going to talk public relations. I think this is the first episode I've talked to somebody who specializes in PR for real estate. This is really going to be fun. I'm going to be talking to Victoria Kennedy. Um, I know a few of you know her. She's she's connected to the Inman community. She's a contributor at Inman.com. Uh, and really, I met her for the first time, I think, this past uh, uh, Inman event, at, at one of the virtual events. Uh, she's a lot of fun and, and really has some cool, uh, well, well, very cool background we're going to talk about early in the episode, as you know. Uh, so uh, let's get started. Victoria, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Bill. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we we met fairly recently in the last year or so, right? I think because um, uh, and it happened through the Inman world where, I'll be honest, a lot of guests on the podcast come from the Inman world because that's, you know, there's so much networking going on there. There's so many cool things happening. Um, I know you're a contributor. You're writing yeah. articles for the website now, which is time. awesome. I think that, yeah. That's cool. You're part of the ambassador program. Congratulations mm-hmm. for that. That's <laughs> Thank you. Um, how did you come to be connected with Inman? What was that catalyst? Yeah. Well, just before then, I think all good connections come from Inman. <laughs> I'm so happy to be a part of the Inman community. It's been nothing but love and support ever since I joined. And it's it's wonderful meeting so many great people. And I got introduced to it from Sean Carpenter. Shout out to Sean if he's listening. <laughs> a great, fantastic guy. And I you know, do a lot in the real estate world connected with Sean via Facebook. And we just started talking about real estate in general. And this was right when uh, the coronavirus hit, right? And so mm-hmm. I, we were talking about that. I had sent him a message and I just said, you know, how are you doing? How is your city and state doing? Because of course it's different in every, you know, part of America. So we were discussing about that. And I had written a guide. I'm a writer. I write a lot for Inman, as you know. And I'd written a guide that said, um, you know, realtors, how to thrive during the coronavirus. And it was just sort of a guide for realtors of like, this is what you can be doing to support yourself during this time, to make it through this time. And he read it and he said, Victoria, I love your guide. I think it's fantastic. Uh, Have you ever considered, you know, pitching it to Inman? And I said, oh, you know, it seems like I'm writing for all these small real estate publications. And I was like, yeah, ha ha. And he said, no, I'm going to put you in touch with um, with Inman. And he did. And then I got to meet, you know, so many other people through there. And the next thing you know, I'm talking to Laura. And next thing you know, I'm an ambassador and the rest was history. So I have to really thank Sean for that initial connection. Um, well, I'm going to have to edit that out of the show because I just can't have his head get any bigger. He's already <laughs> doing so much great stuff. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Um, you, I, I love finding out the background of people. That's really the that's why I do the podcast. I, we're going to talk about marketing and some other stuff that's going to be important to help the listeners. But now I got to take care of Bill first. You're first of all, 
USC Trojan, right? Southern Cal. This whole thing with that, I'm not a big fan of that. I got to tell you, it's 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 annoying. But I was I didn't go to USC. Okay, well there you go. All right. Did you grow up in the LA area? Where is that kind of hometown for you? Not from LA. No, not from. not from the LA. Oh, so where'd you grow up? Um, Southern. Yeah, where'd you grow up? Southern California, but not LA. So I'm in Las Vegas now. I like it a lot better. We're going to have to talk about that, how you got there. Um, but before we do that, before you leave SC, before we leave uh, USC, you have a fascinating major. I was, I, I saw it and I was like, whoa. And um, so I'll let you share with the audience and then I'll follow up. Um, your area of study was? Yeah, opera. I'm an opera singer. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think that a lot of listeners are listening and, you know, when you talk to any real estate agent and you ask them, you know, like, what did you do before this? Everybody comes from such an interesting background. Part of the reason I got into real estate after my opera career is because so many of my performer friends turned into real estate agents. You know, they finished their performing careers or they got too old, right, in the performance world to continue performing. And so they became realtors because it was, you know, you're on, you're, you're a performer when you're a realtor, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel a lot of connection between being a performer and relating to real estate agents. Yeah. You you got to have some fun though. You've traveled a little bit with this. Tell, tell us a couple of places you got to go hang out and perform. Oh gosh. Yes, I did. I've been very fortunate, very blessed in my career. And I'm staying in castles and cathedrals in Italy and England, in Holland, um, really all over. I was touring because I had a number one hit single in Europe. So I really got to travel around a lot in different European countries. Wow. I think, I think that's just fantastic. And I, people that listen to the show know I have this weird fascination with Barbara Streisand. In fact, you can <laughs> see where I'm at and there's, that's a, I have a Barbara Streisand doll in my uh-huh. office. Um, well, fun yeah, it's it's my it's, favorite movie of all time. So you're speaking my language. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. I think it's just fantastic. I just love the fact that you were, you, you had, you have that skill. It's such a, such a cool thing to be doing. You mentioned, you mentioned Vegas. So um, how long have you been there? Uh, Well, off and on. So I was here for two years. I was singing out here opera. I came direct, I graduated from USC in opera and I got a job out in Vegas singing opera here at the Venetian Hotel. And then from there, I went back to LA, saying Christine and Phantom of the Opera, went to Europe, and then I've come back because Vegas really feels like home to me. I have a lot of friends here, a lot of performer friends, and it's just a, it's a big city, but it's really like a small town. That's what I like yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I, I know I have friends that live there, and uh, you, know, you just kind of separate yourself away from what, what everybody else thinks of Vegas, and there's this cool small town atmosphere mm-hmm. hanging out there. Right? Really yeah, there is. So cool. you get the benefits, you yeah. get the big city, but you also can live like you're in a small city. <laughs> Let's, I mean, think about it. You got public relations background, marketing, real estate. I mean, you're doing a lot of different things. Yes, but focused. Uh, you know, I, I do primarily PR and PR means a lot of different things. Um, and I really love serving real estate agents because, again, that's my sort of background. So it's a natural fit. It seems like a lot. But when you're in the PR world, it's all about, you know, the connections and the relationships you build. So it's a, it's a good fit for myself. I don't equate uh, PR to a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's weird because and I'll be really honest here. Um, 
real estate agents have to do some heavy duty marketing, right? They've got to market like this really important piece of uh, an asset of someone's the biggest thing someone ever sells. And I think most agents aren't marketers. Of course. They're by by trade. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I get it why, you know, people help them with marketing because I, that, that all ties in, but I want to talk, let's talk a bit about public relations and PR work. And, you know, and I could see for um, somebody who's doing the million dollar listing in LA, they're going to have someone doing PR. But is PR important if I'm selling 30 homes a year? Do I need somebody helping me with that? Well, yes, yes, and yes, and. So let's go into (laughs) that. Um, Because there's a lot of uh, misconceptions of what is PR? What does that even mean? And is that just for celebrities? No, no, it's not just for celebrities. It's one of the most critical things that you can do to help grow your business. And let me explain. You know, a lot of, of agents will pay thousands of dollars per month for lead generation right? It's very common. Everybody does. And you're getting, let's say hundreds of Facebook leads every month, but they're, you don't know how to find where the diamonds are, right? So there you're spending a lot of time running your wheels into the ground of calling all these people who may or may not be interested. And even the ones who are following up with them, but they found you from an ad on Facebook. So how good is that lead? What I like to do is do things a little differently. Now, I used to do my business that way, so I'm not knocking at all because it's definitely a way to make business happen. What I try to do now is instead of quantity, I try to do quality. So for my real estate agents, I focus on getting them into their local paper, their local news, because what happens is what is the biggest thing ever? When you get in your local paper, you know, your mom, your aunt, your friends, it's like, oh, Jody was in the paper. Did you get a copy? You know, it's just like the telephone thing of like, oh my gosh, did you see my friend was in the paper? You get all these calls every time. It's like bigger than being on Forbes for small towns. So this is why I believe in it so strongly, because when I'm able to get my clients into the paper and they're they're being, you know, thought leaders, they're saying this is what the Miami, this is what the Atlanta market needs to know right now, or this is what you can expect. Or if are you interested in, you know, buying luxury in um, Las Vegas? These are the things you need to know. Something that's specific for their city. One, the editors, they don't get a lot of content. They need content. So they're so excited when a local realtor is writing for their city. They'll love you. They're going to pick you up. And number two, that word of mouth is going to generate so many referrals. And that's is more why I mean quantity versus quality. Now you're in the local paper. You buy a bunch of copies, especially get if you get in a local magazine, because these are good for open houses. You can show them like, hey, I was in this magazine that you all know and you see at your local grocery store all the time. They see you as the authority in your city, which is what you want. You want to be that local celebrity realtor. That's how you do it through PR. You get that word of mouth going. That's why I believe so strongly in it for real estate agents. You must know quite a few. um, I don't know what to call them. They're, They're the realtor writer. That almost every paper has, like they they do all the yes, articles yes. and the news of yes. real estate, right? Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. And that's a great position to get. Yeah. Now, if if it's something that you're like, you know what, Victoria, I can't write every weekly column. That's okay because they always have one. Like they need content. They're a daily paper. Yeah. You know, so typically one person has a column once a week, but they always need new articles for their home section, for their real estate section. Every single newspaper has a real estate section. They need content constantly. You can just do a one-off, do one once a month. This will really bring in referrals for you and it'll get people starting to talk about you, right? Of like, oh yeah, you were in the paper. 
that goes so much more of a long way than I saw your ad because you can pay for an ad, but you have to earn media. Yeah. That's why those logos mean so much because it's, you know, your local paper, you may think is small, but they don't publish everybody. They don't publish everything. You're an authority if you get that earned media. And it goes a long way when it's like, who should I go with? If they don't know you, right, but they see that you are published by their local paper, somebody they respect, they're going to go with you rather than someone else. They just saw their ad. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. I also like the fact that you, you're a realtor. You've sold some real estate. You get it. You know what they're going through. I think that's a big, that's a big part of this, right? Yes. Just having that real estate background is, is important to know what's really going on um, on the ground level. Yeah. What does it look like when somebody reaches out to you? What's your process? And they, they someone reaches, hey, Victoria, I saw this great article in Inman, earned media. And, <laughs> uh, and I, 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 you know, I need a little bit of help with you know, marketing or lead generation. I mean, what do you do to kind of figure out where you're headed with that client, potential client? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what I really love to do is, you know, get some market research. Which city are you in? You know, what's going on? What have you done this far? You know, are you a newbie agent just starting out or are you someone established? Right. Mm -hmm. I really like to work with people who are like middle of the road or established. And also, if you're a newbie agent listening to this, don't worry. I'm going to give you some action tools by the end of this podcast of what you can start doing to build authority. But if you're listening to this and you're a seasoned agent and you've been doing this for a while and you just kind of feel stuck right now of, you know, I'm I'm doing the paid ads and I'm doing this and that and the other. But like, I still feel like I'm not where I want to be. Well, this is where PR is really going to come in. What I would do is I would look at what city are you in? You know, what are the major players? Have you been in any publications? What are your competitors doing? More likely every realtor knows like the main, you know, we all know like, oh, that's the main realtor in our town. Like their billboards are everywhere. Everybody knows their name, right? What did they do to get that name, right? Well, what can you do? So we look at trends. We look at, okay, what is the main person in your city doing? Okay, where are they at? Because I, you obviously deserve just as much business as they do. You've been doing it for a couple of years. How can we get you on that same level? Because you are, but the world doesn't know it yet, right? So that's my main thing is going about, okay, where are they at? Which publications can we pitch? And then I take a look at their branding as well, because I want to make sure their Instagram page, their Facebook page, their even their Facebook profile, it all matches. It says the same message. You know, we know they're a realtor across the board. However I find them online, I get that consistent messaging. I work on branding and getting them in front of the right places. I'm going to put you on the spot. What percentage of realtors, when you look at how they're, how they, how well they've set up, (laughs) what percentage? Have it nailed. Oh no. Nailed. Gosh, I would say less than five percent have okay. it nailed. I gotta be honest. And guys, this is so distressing because realtors, like you are your business, your yeah. face, your who at all you are your business. And I think it's a travesty that I go to so many realtors and I look at their Facebook page and nowhere does it even say they're a realtor. And I'm like, guys. And then you wonder why, you know, your cousin or your friend went with another realtor. Oh, I forgot you were a realtor. Oh, yeah, you could have sold me my home. I totally forgot because they they don't see that on your social. And I'm not saying like every post be like, I can sell your home. I'm no. But there are certain things and perhaps, Bill, we can talk about. I can give your audience some tips that you can do where you're not totally spamming them that you can help them. But they know what it is you do. 
and we can talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, sure. guys, you really have to fix your social presence. Let people know what you do so they can find you. Let's talk about 2020. You mentioned that was kind of how you got connected to Sean. I mean, it was a it was a difficult year. Like personally, how did you kind of keep the relationships going? And and what what would you say to people who I don't know if it's going to be Zoom fatigue or they're just struggling? Do you have any thoughts about that? Well, you know, I would like to say to any realtor who's listening to this right now, you are a role model and you are a leader in your community, whether you know it or not. There's so many people looking up to you right now who are scared, who are thinking, oh gosh, you know, another round of the vaccines and is this going to work? And how much longer is this going to happen? And you may be feeling that way too, but I would have to say to you, you have a beautiful responsibility to lead the way for positivity in your community. And if you show up in a positive way, like, you know, we all don't know. We don't know when this, you know, whole thing is going to go away and when the vaccines are going to roll. We don't know. But they're looking to you for answers and for support. And if you can be that shining role model to the people in your community, even if you're scared of like, hey, you know what? The market is doing better. You know, we're seeing signs, you know, things are going to get better. We're going to get better. If you can be that positive voice, because we do know things are going to get better. We don't know when, but we know that they're on the right track you're going to want to attract the right kind of, of client that you want to work with. Two, you're setting a positive role model. Three, you're becoming a thought leadership. And honestly, it's going to be better for your mental sanity as well. Knowing that it's like not just the world's against you, but that you are a beacon in your community. If you take ownership of that role, only good things can happen. You know, I think I think way too many people in the real estate industry don't... Um don't have that same outlook as you. We need to think more that way, right? I mean, I was a title guy for a number of years and hey, what I did was important, right? I mean, I had to make sure that 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 property title was clear and we had to make sure that everything got recorded properly and we should be proud of what we do. Um, I think as a realtor, that that even kind of ratchets up a little higher, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're in the cool. public eye. Yeah. I always have, I like to ask about the market. So for Vegas, I know I was in Phoenix when things went downhill. You were probably not in the business yet, maybe. Okay, good. So things right now are just going gangbusters, I'm imagining, is uh, Las Vegas. Yes, things are really good. The thing about Vegas, I mean, it didn't slow down when COVID hit. It did not slow down. We have such short inventory right now. Nobody is selling their homes. Uh, we desperately need homes to to sell. Uh, we definitely need sellers because there's so many buyers. So many people want to buy a home in Vegas. And this was before the pandemic and during and now, you know, we have it, a buyer frenzy. So real estate's really good in Vegas right now, especially if you have uh, some sellers. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I can't complain. Do you consider Henderson part of Vegas? I'm just curious how far it goes. Is it all the way to Lake Mead? Vegas. Uh, I don't know how that works. <laughs> uh, the Henderson people are very quick to tell you that it's Henderson and it is uh, not Las Vegas. So, okay. you know, I, I like to think of it as one, but I mean, there's definitely Henderson, you know, it's part of Las Vegas, but they are very proud that they are Hendersonians or want to call them. I live in Summerlin, so I, I don't, you know, share that, but <laughs> you're, you're on the other, other side of the city, right? Yeah. From, from Henderson. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah no, it's, it's honestly, I love living in Vegas because there's such a strong sense of community. I mean, yeah. we're really proud to be Las Vegas people. I mean, it's Vegas strong. So we're all so proud to to be in Las Vegas. We have a lot of pride for our city. Yeah. The uh, iBuyers are, are an issue there, right? Yeah. Now, are, haven't the iBuyers made it into Vegas? They're, they're pretty early in the game. So yeah. 
what's your take on that? Do you, do, you, do you have to deal with that at all? Or do you, do you have clients or, or realtors you work with who say, well, I, you know, these iBuyers, I don't know what I'm going to do. Not yet. Um, okay. Haven't had so much of that yet. I still, like I said, it's an early stages for everything. Okay. I think that nothing will be the human connection. Nothing will beat selling, you know, person to person, relationship to relationship. Like you cannot beat that. Do I see a rise? Not now, but after this whole pandemic things, yeah, I think that iBuyer will be a big player in the real estate world. I'm not really worried about it though forever. And especially for higher end homes, they're always going to want a personal touch. So maybe it just means that that's, you know, as real estate agents, you'll have to move towards higher end, but I don't think any real estate agent would complain about that. Well, let's let's go ahead and we kind of tease the fact that you have a tip or two, but let's talk about some of the some of the basic things someone listening to this podcast can do right now to be better, right, at marketing. Because marketing is such a it's I don't want to say esoteric, you know, it's not it's hard to measure the ROI of marketing, but it's almost kind of like you kind of know it when you see it. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can give you guys some tips and just really talk about, you know, when people think about marketing, right? Well, they'll think of like lead generation where that's very cut and dry. It's very much, I put in this much and I get this much and I can track how much, you know, I'm making and it makes sense. With branding, like you said, there's not a clear cut thing. You know, it's not like I'm going to post this much and get this much in return or I'm going to get in the local paper and this is going to happen. Right. Branding is is like, why does Coca-Cola, you know, advertise on billboards? Why does why is Coca-Cola everywhere? It's a branding thing. Right. It's just like the name of that. You know, when I say who's that number one realtor in your city, like you don't have to question. You see that person in your mind. Why? Because yep. of branding. Now, is that re- giving him a return on his investment right away? Maybe not. But what it is, is you're talking about him. You're thinking about him. So is someone else. So when someone moves into town or someone doesn't know, oh, well, what about that one guy? Right. We all know that one guy in town. Right. It does pay off. Maybe not immediately, but this is how you become an industry leader. And that's why I care so much about it. I'm not about flash in the pan because there are some realtors, they'll be a realtor for like three years and then ah, part-time, they kind of give it up. No, branding is something it's like, I'm in it. This is my career. I care so much and I'm passionate so much about what I'm doing. I'm investing in my branding because this is going to outlive me. You know, this is my brand. This is who I am. That's who branding is for. So speaking of that, let me give you some actionable steps. If you're just starting out or if you're an experienced realtor, what you can do right now to enhance your branding. I want to talk to you about something we call a profile funnel. Now, what does this mean? A profile funnel, let's say, let's take your Facebook page. That's your profile page, correct? A funnel is something we call in marketing to funnel people and to do what we want them to do, which is take action, which is, you know, buy or sell a house with you. Okay, so your profile, we're going to create it into a funnel. So you can make leads out of it, right? Use which tools you already have, which are free at your disposal. So how do you do that? The first thing you want to do is your cover photo. Now, I'm sure a lot of you have beautiful pictures of a sunset or your kids or whatever. That's great, but that's not bringing you any clients. You know, Facebook is giving us this amazing opportunity to connect with people on an intimate way, but also share what it is we do. So I'm not saying you have to like have a business card up there, but let people know what you do. You know, have your, your company logo or something on there. And also right underneath your cover, your profile picture, there is a line for a bio. 
right? This is real estate, guys. This is digital real estate that you can be using to promote yourself. It should say like wife, dog lover, realtor, you know what? However you want to describe yourself, you can be funny, you can have personality, but let them know you're a realtor and also put a link to your website or your company's website where they can check you out. Here's the thing. You only have three seconds to impress somebody. When they get to your page, they make a decision about you within three seconds. So I shouldn't have to scroll more than three seconds to know you sell real estate. All you can, I mean, right where it says what it is you do, you'd be surprised how many realtors, they don't say, you know, realtor, they don't say real estate agents. You know, they just put, I was born here. I went to this high school. Guys, tell people what you do, you know, use these social tools to your advantage. I, you know, so many times these social tools are using us, gathering our data, telling us what we should be thinking. It's about time we took ownership and said, all right, now I'm going to use these tools to my advantage for my business. I'm going to help people and show them that I am a real estate agent and I'm going to get some good out of this social media, not just having it use me for my data. That's how you do it, guys. The next thing I just want to mention in line, is this too much, Bill? (laughs) No, this is great. Keep going. I love it. (laughs) Okay. The next thing I want to talk about is your actual posts, what you're actually posting. And a lot of, I get a lot of questions about this is Victoria, how much should I post? Should I not post? Should I withhold? I want to tell you, be your beautiful self. Like I said, you're a role model. People want to see your life. They want to see pictures of your dog, funny memes, you know, don't be afraid. Actually be more human, you know, post more about that. People love to connect with other human beings. They don't want to connect with the business. They want to connect with the human. Okay, so keep those. I call it an 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, post about your family, post those funny memes, post whatever you want to post. But 20% of the time, guys, we need to see something that you just sold a house or, you know, you moved companies or you got a new business card for your business. Post something about business. 80-20. Like I said, you don't want them scrolling longer than three seconds to know what it is you do. Love that. That's great. Yeah, I think there's that Boy, we've all seen that that agent who tends to go 80-20 the wrong way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that can be damaging, yes, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't it's that human yeah, ele- true. El- element that really makes you special, yeah. makes you a role model. I mean, those are great tips and I love those. What what if what if they just don't know how to get started? What do yeah. they do? Yeah. If you don't know how to get started, I mean the first thing, do the profile funnel. The second thing is, you know make a list of your top 10 local newspapers, magazines, podcasts, right? Just make 10, just Google like Las Vegas publications, you know, only 10 will pop up, right? (laughs) Your city don't have, doesn't have that many, you know, start small. If you don't start small, you won't start at all. And if you need help, find me on Facebook, add me as a friend, say, I listened to you on Bill's podcast and you said I can message you and ask you a question. And here I am. And I'll say, absolutely. How can I help you? You know, I'm, I'm a human being just like you are. So send me a message. And if you have any questions, or if you, you need personal help of how I, how you get started in doing something like this, I'll totally point you in the right direction. Now, Victoria, I don't know if you know this, but every episode going back to episode number one, my final question has been the same for every guest. So no pressure, but you ha- you can't give the same answer as somebody else. Oh, I'm no. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> so the question is this, if what one piece of advice would you give a brand new agent? just getting started in the business. Welcome. Don't be scared. There's a lot to know, 
But hey, you have so many people who've walked this path before, it's going to be okay. The first thing I want you to do is you might be scared and thinking, I was just a performer. I was just a blah, 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 blah. And now people are going to think it's weird that I'm a realtor. And I, well, I see this from a lot of new agents where they think I can't just be a realtor. I can't just post that I'm a real estate agent and that I can help people sell and buy homes. Like I can't do that, Victoria. I used to be this. People know me as this. If you're a newbie agent, I'm here to tell you, you get to decide how you want people to perceive you. You get to be a realtor and you get to promote about it. Okay. This is exciting. You're helping the world. You know what you're doing, you're becoming a role model. I'm giving you permission right now to post on social media that you are a real estate agent and you're going to help people buy or sell a home. I'm giving you that permission. They may think you were this person. It'll guess what? It takes people like a week to figure out, oh, she doesn't do that anymore. She does this, you know? It took people like a week. Oh, you don't sing opera anymore? Oh, you do this? Oh, you still sing opera sometimes, but you also do PR? Okay, cool. Like people don't really care that much, you know? I'm giving you permission right now to step into this new role. Step into it fully. You are a real estate agent. Congratulations. I wanna see it updated on your socials. I want you to own that this is who you are now. Maybe you were something else before, but now you're a real estate agent. Own it, help as many people as possible. Victoria, if somebody wants to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do that? As I said before, I'm a normal human being. Find me on Facebook, guys, Victoria Kennedy. Um, send me a message. Like I said, if there's anything I can do to help, I'll be so glad and happy to do that. You can also check out my website, victoriouspr.com. Pretty easy, plan words, right? Yeah. Um, but anything I can do to help, you know, just send me a message and I'll be happy to do it. Victoria, thank you so much for uh, for for being on the show. I'm I'm so happy I reached out because I you know I never know if someone's going to be in, wants to get involved or not on the podcast, but but it was great sharing uh, sharing this time with you and really getting this information from you. So thank you f- so much. Thank you for having me, Bill. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Sessions. Please head over to ratethispodcast.com forward slash RE Sessions to leave a review or a rating and subscribe to the Real Estate Sessions podcast at your favorite podcast listening app.